tall as heroes. Thanks for tuning in to Zero's Talking Heroes, the podcast that wants you to win this war for us. I'm your host, Joe, and we're here to talk to you about the movie Willow. I've got a f- bit of a full house now. I have four other disappearing pigs with me <laughs> to talk to you about it. I said Willow already, right? Yes. Willow. We have Corey. The podcast that's a warrior and a swordsman, and ten times bigger than I am, idiot. Sequel. The podcast that shouldn't have trusted the talking tree. Returning from hiatus, Matt. The only podcast that wouldn't steal from a baby. And our guest from the Block Block Party Podcast Network, our friend Mitch. The podcast that ignores the bird and follows the river. Couple honorable mentions. I Um, almost picked Mitch's. Damn it! (laughs) Coming in you. You're sucked! (laughs) It was empowering. I don't care what you think. (laughs) That's good. Mutual. The podcast, I want to mention, are the podcast where we are here and you are rescued. The podcast that needs to kill the beast and get the baby. <laughs> so we've been watching some stuff that's not Willow. I'm going to go to Matt first in your two and a half months without us. Hope you watch some stuff. At least one Is thing. Is that accurate? Yeah, it's uh, been ten wow. episodes, so, yeah. That's impressive. Uh, let's see. Watch a lot of, uh, what is it, Puffin Island? Which is uh, the show that takes place on Octu, uh, starring puffins, not porks, sadly. Um, so this is Star Wars. I wish it was a Star Wars. It'd be way better. I watch a lot of Paco Yo. Paco Yo's an idiot. Are these children's programs? They are. Okay. <laughs> he's a very little boy. He's dumb. He's very dumb. He's playing hide and go seek, and he's terrible at it. And <laughs> He's right there on the screen. I can still see. You're not... Those people aren't playing with you, Paco. Yo, stop playing with the people. You're an idiot. I hate you. Um, but whatever puts the baby to sleep. Yeah. Uh, Land Before Time. I've watched Land Before Time a lot. First one? Yes. Awesome. And I've been, I'm up to date on Critical Role. Nice. Sequel, what did you watch? I saw Equalizer 2 last night. And... Not as good as the first one, it's still very good. Right, it's fine. the same thing. It's going the same route as Taken went. I think they're going to get progressively worse if they decide to keep it going. Perfect. So I don't know if they're going to make an Can't Equalizer 3. It's kind of surprising Denzel Washington did Equalizer 2, because it's his first sequel. Yeah, he never does sequels. Nope. Never. This is his first one. I guess he had a lot of fun making the first one. He gets me an ass kicker. It's true. Depends if this one does well. Yeah, and it's still... They're all from a $50 million to Equalizer 3. I don't know why they would. But if they do... Why doesn't he make Fences 2 at that point? <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> you see Fences 1? Nope. <laughs> I just pulled the Denzel Washington movie out of my booty hole and presented He's it. He's ready for round 2 of the movie game. He is. That's after the show. Oh, we're not kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Somehow I, we do. I started um, season 4 of The Flash because it's up on Netflix and I can binge it. I'm a few episodes in. And? That's another show that's getting progressively worse. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Since season one. Since season one, exactly. I didn't even get through season one. Season one was good. I thought yeah, season one's good. It's the fun. It might be. I just I just couldn't get. Season one, episode one of season two. I was like, oh, this show's going to get a lot worse. For season one, the first seven episodes I thought were garbage. Then I think it was episode eight. I don't even remember what happens in episode eight. I'm like, all right, I'm like, I'm in now. Hmm. And then it's gotten worse since that. That's pretty bad. Yeah. There are moments that kind of bring you back, but I haven't gotten to it in season four. I'm like five five or six in. Yeah, that's pretty much been it. Mitch, did you watch anything? 
What? Since the last time we've been together, Joe? Oh, sweet. <laughs> I want to start from I the day. All right, so recently, uh, a couple movies, I got to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. Great movie. Stone it. Um, stone it. I'm going to say four. Good. Uh, four stones. Except for um, the answer. Right in line. I have a, I have a <laughs> big qualm with where what they did with it, but not so much the movie itself, but I'll save that for another time. Uh, I saw Pacific Rim Uprising. God, that's another one we did. At I'll stone that, stone that at... Two and a half. Uh, Fair. Did not really enjoy it. It's so mediocre from a great director. Uh, And then TV shows I've been watching, uh, Who is America? Which is fantastic. That's a new Sasha Baron Cohen. And super cringy, but amazing. So it's Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but it's, oh man, it's so good. Uh, Clearly has its biases, but I'm okay with its biases. So that always helps. And then I started watching Castle Rock, the Stephen King um, Hulu show. Um, with the uh, Bill Skarsgård. With a lot of people. Like, yeah, it's got a lot of crossovers. I've only watched one episode. Very good so far. I don't know if it's supposed to name shit you guys have done. I've seen movies like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I was just naming shit I watched recently. I've seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. Good. I didn't see the after credits shit. Um, I would say... Th- I would say four. Yeah. Four's fair. And then I also saw... What is the other movie you said? Does that be very much surprising? No. Yeah, you were here for that. I was here for that. That's right. I saw Solo. I wasn't here for that, was I? No. no. You emailed in. I did. Yeah. yeah you did. Good. I like that movie. Okay, Mitch. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that movie. <laughs> Star Wars is going downhill. <laughs> okay. Enough from Michigan. Let's go. <laughs> Are you both done? Or No. I didn't, no, yeah. I didn't, no. Let's okay. keep going. <laughs> you can be. You don't have to be. I'm done. Okay. I'll go next. I'll keep the circle going. First thing I watched was a sporting event, but, you know, not like offline sports, esports. The Overwatch League Championship happened. Mm. So I was in Manhattan on Saturday, and we had a, um, a group on to go to the King's Club in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. which is two seconds away from the Barclays Center. So we left that as the Overwatch thing was over, so I had a real fun train ride home. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> Do you mean that? lovely. No, I didn't mean it. Okay. That, that must smell absolutely glorious. Oh, my gosh. If that was a better match, you would have been fine. They were was, talking about stuff, yeah. and I Did saw... Did New York win? New York wasn't in it. I thought my, was very my favorite team was the Boston team. I'm like, really? He goes, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> they have a Boston team. <laughs> Were they there? No. Okay. Who was in the it finals? It was Philly versus London. But Philly won? No. I was rooting for Good. <laughs> Corey <laughs> had yes. the largest <laughs> erection, and you just deflated it like a goddamn balloon. <laughs> yeah, Overwatch League is awesome. Go Outlaws. And I watched two movies. Houston Outlaws. They're the best. Both. I watched, since we were gifted it last week, it felt rude not to watch one of Bennett's Blu-rays, so I watched The Transporter. And? I've never seen it before. That movie is... Over the top. Such stupid fun. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. to shut your brain off and watch this movie, and it's fine. I think I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the few action movies that is, like you said, sequel, over the top, and I'm like, I kind of love it. <laughs> like, it's completely most of that, it's absurd. Like, oh, this is so... Like, the things that in other movies I'd be like, come on! Like, in that movie, I'm just like... Yeah! <laughs> the fighting style is real weird in that movie. <laughs> but it's fun enough. And the other movie I watched, uh, I watched Her. With mm. the I oh, States. yeah? Did they add it to Netflix? Yeah. That movie's really good. Really good. They had really good performances in that movie by Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. 
they I don't think they were ever in the same room to record the movie, but they have incredible chemistry together. It's just incredibly well done, that movie. AI is a very interesting concept. More movies that are good about it, please. Thanks. That's all I have. Corey, what did you watch? Uh, I watched 90% sure the movie's called Timeless with uh, Justin Timberlake. In time? In, in time. time. I'm sorry, yes. Yeah, Timeless is the television, the television show about time travel. In time. movie, too. It's also good. Uh, in time was... It had, like, the bones of a really, really, really good movie, and the meat that they put on it just kind of fell a little short. Um, it had the bones of Logan's run. And then... <laughs> It, yeah, well that, but the, you know what? The heist wasn't. The, I didn't care about the heist part. Like, just the sh- like the mere concept of being able to live forever based on the amount of time that you had, and like the give and the take of time sporadically, like by a person, was really interesting. I thought it was really interesting. This movie comes up at work a lot. Does it we talk about Justin Timberlake at work yeah. a lot? Is he good in it? He actually is pretty solid in it. All right, better yeah. than he was no, in a couple of his other movies. Um. There's a, a few parts in it where, like, his amateur acting style comes through, and you're like, ugh, didn't, should have taken that one again, but o- overall, he's actually pretty solid. I like him a lot in The Social Network. Yeah. He's, that's his best role, 100%. I would agree with that, yeah. And that's exactly it. He doesn't have any of those moments in The Social Network. They actually did take those takes, and I was like, just, just simmer down just a touch, JT. I know you're perfect in everything you do. Just bring it down. I would just think he nailed it first try every time. <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely didn't. Uh, and then I watched Atomic Blonde again. Oh, God. I, know, it's so I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's I saw it for the so podcast in theaters, but I haven't watched my copy yet. It was just as good the second time around. It was it was so good that I did not mind my fiancé's dad talking over it most of the time. <laughs> where I was just like, uh-huh, yeah. No, I know the I know the great the the Berlin Wall is about to come down. Oh, oh, they said it at the start of the movie. Oh, and she's about to kill a dude. Yep, she's that was to with murk the... a whole fucking room of dudes. <laughs> yep, yep, that was with the that was the host. Oh uh, yeah, but it, it was just so much fun to watch that movie again. See, I want to watch that again, but like I got to be with the right people. I yeah. feel because I don't want to answer ten million questions about it. <laughs> so alone, probably, or with you guys. <laughs> or with <our laughs> That's true. We all know the answer. Yeah. Who's that guy? What does he do? He's that Weasley guy that's in every movie. Because we even mentioned that on the podcast. Like, this is very confusing, like, especially towards the end. Like, who's on whose side? Who's doing... Oh, yeah. That came through so crystal clear now. Like, there are, like, five or six things that she does where I'm like, holy shit, there it is. There it is. There's the dead giveaway right there. It was awesome. But that's all I've been watching. All right. And that's what we've been watching as a group. Let's do the movie facts for Willow. Willow came out in 1988. It's rated PG. It's two hours and six minutes long. Its director's name is Ron Howard. I'm going to do the same thing as I did for Solo. He's directed a lot of movies. I didn't write them down. He also directed Solo. <laughs> if you don't know Ron Howard, did change your life. If you don't know Richie Watch Cunningham. Yeah. Opie Taylor. Or Opie Taylor, yeah. Watch any movie ever. You'll probably bump into it eventually. Willow stars Warwick Davis, Val Kilmer, Joanne Whaley, Jean Marsh, Patricia Hayes, Billy Barty, Pat Roach, Gavin O'Herley, O'Herley, I don't know, Kevin Pollock, Rick Overton, and David J. Steinberg. It was budgeted at $35 million, it grossed $57 million, all of that's domestic, and that's it. The scores from the movie Rotten Tomatoes has it at 53%. Certified dicks. Welcome back. <laughs> 
The audience score is 79%. IMDb has it at 7.3 out of 10. A Metacritic has it at 47. With what? a very generous user score of 8.8. Cool. Fine. That's almost double. And was nominated for two Oscars. It was nominated for sound effects and editing and visual effects. It got zero. Did not win. It did not win. Do you know what it lost to? Nope. Sequel does. I do not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Imagine if he just spit it out. That would be incredible. Be ridiculous. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Wrong year. <laughs> Definitely wrong year. This is 88, right? Yeah, yep. so it be the 89 Oscars. Those are the main facts. <laughs> That's all the facts I have for Willow. Let's do our general spoiler-free thoughts about Willow. I'll start with Mitch. I really like this movie. It's partially nostalgia of uh, remembering from my childhood. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it watching it recently uh, before this podcast. Uh, But I think that a lot of it, and I think this comes down to practical effects, hold up. I enjoy it. Sequel, what about you? I saw it once when I was a kid. I didn't remember much about it, so this is my second time watching it. I'm glad it was free on YouTube, because I... Wow. <laughs> oh, well. The now, alternative. Now we know where his rating is. The alternative. So, <laughs> no, because I found it at my library, mm-hmm. so, like, I started it on, like, I, I watched, like, the first hour, then I had to return it, and then I had to go back to it. I'm like, alright, it's on YouTube, though, so I had that, uh... <laughs> Can't take this out twice from the library. They flag me. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Are you into... Dwarves, you sick son of a... Only one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like the first part of this movie, but I feel like it dragged as it went along, and I didn't care for it towards the end. That's my overall opinion. We'll get into specifics soon. Hey, Matt, keep it going. Do you want to watch a generic fantasy movie, but you don't want to watch Legend? Watch Willow. It's just like Lord of the Rings, but it's not. That's it. Ding! I love it. You give a thumbs Good up. Good movie. Corey, give me your thoughts. I watched this movie a lot as a kid, and I loved it as a kid. And I enjoyed it this time around about as much. I was really concerned going into it that I was going to have one of those glass-shattering moments where I was like, oh no, a movie I liked as a kid is not good at all. If you want to hear me do that again, listen to Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Todd McFarlane, and I'm the creator of Spawn. Today on Spawn. Uh, I don't disagree with uh, sequel, though. In the middle there, it kind of does drag a bit. It turns... You know what? It, it it reminded me a lot of the middle sections of the Lord of the, Ring mo- Lord of the Rings movies, where it's just them traveling for long spans of time with not much meat and potatoes, which make you like kind of lose interest. But then they get to the two, like, castles, and I'm like, all right, I'm back. The castle scenes in this movie are mm-hmm. so much fun to watch. But if you've lost interest earlier than that, then I could see where it'd be difficult. But I, I love those castle scenes. So I've never seen this movie before. I can totally understand why Mitch picked it, because in addition to being fantasy, this plays like a, like a pick-up D&D game. Amen. Like it's, just, it's definitely inspired by that, and as Matt said, Lord of the Rings yeah. and many other things. This is like people just showed up and was like, I have a kind of an idea for an adventure I want to run, let's do this. It's very generic fantasy. I actually feel kind of the reverse about how sequel did, because I feel like it drags in the beginning, and I feel like it gets better as it goes on. You guys are different people. Check that out. Oh my out. god. <laughs> it happens sometimes. Also, the special effects, I know they were supposed to be good at the time, but watching this, they are, they are rough... That green screen work. 
The green screen work is very, well. very noticeable. Yeah, that's true. That's a fact. Otherwise, it's not a terrible movie. I expected it to actually be worse than it was, so I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Those are our general thoughts about the movie. From here on out, we're going to be spoiling Willow. If you haven't seen this movie that came out however many... 29 mass, years ago. Ding! Well, shouldn't it be like an even 30? It is an even 30 now. Oh, it is an even 30 now. Yeah. Son of a bitch, I'm old. <laughs> Fuck you! Right, that's what I was going to say. Okay, continue. <laughs> so like I said, watch Willow if you haven't seen it yet and want, don't want to know what happens. We're going to spoil it starting right now. Habitor, right? I said it, I'm sorry. J.R.R. Tolkien Classic. strike me down where I, li- where I live. But not here. Yeah, no, not here where I live. Thank not you, okay. Token. <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit beat Willow yep. or both those yep. categories? Which makes sense. Yeah. He knew I, it all along. Yeah. If, if I'm actually... I didn't realize who framed Roger Rabbit came out this year. You should have ended the sentence after Rabbit. That would have been funny. I didn't realize who framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what the hell is happening. The Oscar. The Oscar. The Oscar, the Oscar to Roger who, who framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit is fantastic. And it does look a little more seamless and natural than, than this does. Because I think this movie really leaned into the idea of green screen... Yes. Whereas oh, yeah, Roger Rabbit really leans into drawing on a page. Spli- yeah, splicing, yeah. like putting the cartoons on top of the actual film footage. But that being said, when you don't see, see uh, green screen work in this, the graphics are awesome. Yeah, anything that's not having to do with the brownies is great. Yeah. Because the brownies are like. Or the spell effect. Yeah. Or the big the, creatures. This, you know what? There were some spell effects like where it's creatures. like. Well, but we'll get I to mean, the they're all up, but right, we'll get <laughs> to the. It's just very clear. Green screen is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, but, but the trolls looked awesome. They look like except Chaka. when they were walking, like crawling on the wall. You could tell so much. Yeah, how terrible they're like monkeys. They look like Chaka from Land of the Lost. To me, they look like they, they look like leopard. What the leopard to me. Oh, that's fair. We saw so many different things looking to these trolls collectively. Yeah. Did yeah, anyone maybe. see the Rancor when they saw the dragon? Yeah, well, I can see that. Yeah, because because before. this was after Return of the Jedi, and I went, I think George Lucas was just like, mm, I like that mouth. <laughs> Let's make it look more like a penis and make two of them. But George Lucas has nothing. Oh, he does. He does. Yes, film. Yes, You're yes, right. I'm going to get yeah. That's one of the <laughs> things that... It's literally the first three seconds. <laughs> you know what, man? Yep. That was actually, for the time, the biggest complaint that this movie got was that it was a carbon-cut copy of Star Wars with it? a fantasy skin. I disagree completely, I but that's... Like the biggest thing that yep. this movie got flack for. Um, I mean, it's and a it, little bit, but that's just hero's journey. You can, yeah, you exactly. can pull things from yeah, it, right? Yeah. I think that this movie like is clearly pulling from Lord of the Rings, yeah. D&D, tons of places, but I personally feel like Especially we got its own universe. Apparently he wrote a bunch of books in this mm-hmm. universe that didn't get made into movies. He had planned to make them into movies, but this didn't do well enough. Which apparently in 1988 was also a thing. I just thought that was a current thing where it's like, oh, we didn't make a billion dollars? Fuck this franchise. Apparently there was also something in 1988. They made $57 million, and that was in one country. That's right. In 1988, that was a big deal. Yeah. You could buy a country. Sokovia. You could buy Sokovia. Sokovia. <laughs> Forever. You can't buy that. They're so rich. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They would just tell you, yeah, no, we're good. They wouldn't tell you why they're good, though. That's right. One of the things I appreciate that they did was they didn't introduce a prop in Act 1 and not bring it back in prop in Act 3. I think it was very easy to do in this. But we get the acorn. We get the acorn when he leaves. Yeah. 
and then he ends up using the acorn. And the entire movie, I keep thinking, this might be a good time to use an acorn here, right. Willow. And he's just like, he has one out, and he's like, no. no. Not today. Not today, fucko. I'm just going <laughs> to drop it on this bridge. <laughs> well, he try, He thinks about using it, and that one like, I'm okay with because he was going to use it, and he drops it on the bridge. Now, is he just not confident he can pull it off, or is it... No, I think she's just that strong, and... The, the acorn senses your doubt. <laughs> the, sor- the, sor- the, the sorcerer in his home village probably is like a middling sorcerer at best. Yeah, at best. He's a level two. Yeah. yeah he's, <laughs> level two is... He's a level 15, at least. <laughs> level two is really stretching it. <laughs> he sucked. So I think... The I think, bones tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't follow the bird. Follow the river. <laughs> the bird's not my friend. Uh, total fraud. <laughs> Which finger? Also, he's in Legend, which I fucking love. Is he really? Yes. <laughs> Can we do Legend? It's probably a comic for Legend. I think they're in my It's Tom Cruise. I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, Tom Cruise. He's in. I am legend. I think it's, no, that's I think it's Tom Cruise's first movie, actually. Legend. What year to come up? Eighty-five, I think. Because he was in Outsiders very briefly. Uh, it's Crooked Teeth, Tom Cruise. Yes, it is Crooked Teeth, Tom Cruise. It's what? human, human Tom Cruise, as I call. Him. I'm sorry. Let's get back to Will. Please, please. whatever this episode is looking, Joe, and enjoy. I don't the care. I I'm used to this, but yeah. <laughs> this has happened 110 times. Hi, old. Oh. We're talking about Tom Cruise in every episode? No. Probably. No sequel. No, get Maybe. Off the Keep your boner down. Most of them. It's probably a decent percentage. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter if Willow was strong enough or, like, believed in the acorn. I don't. I just... That's the stuff. Because, you know what? Here's the reason I know that it's, it has nothing to do with Willow and has everything to do with the acorn. The fact that it did turn her, like entire form into stone at some point and she just grabbed and was like not today obsidian arm and <laughs> like crushed up the acorn like that's just it's weak yeah. I mean how many times did he fail trying to turn her back how many different animals was she uh, three eight I think, I think four. four bird goat goat, goat. That's tiger. tiger really quick oh yeah that's right because you ostrich at one point ostrich like, yeah, no, it's I think it's eight yeah. actually. I don't remember the. I, ju- I was looking through the IMDb page at the like the. But like of facts, animals used. Yeah. a lot of them were puppets. And yeah. I'd, like I was really curious about those like, dogs, and I found out what oh, they were. Oh my goodness! Hmm. Those dogs were Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, use with masks. Use of practical yeah. effects that really worked because they put like rat tails on them too. Yep. So they were fairly intimidating. Yeah, like I couldn't tell what they were until I went on IMDb and I was like, oh, they're just dogs. They're also used very ineffectively from a story standpoint. Yes. Because uh, if those dogs have a good enough sense of smell to track that baby down to that <laughs> village, why wouldn't you just keep letting them go? Be like, go on. You'll... We only had six. You tell me that entire army only had six of those guys? Just maybe. Oh. It sounded good. It sounded like it sound unbelievable. They had to arm the soldiers. Right. Had... Right. An army marches on its stomach, and sometimes that stomach eats the dogs. Oh, okay. Like Shackleton. Rat dogs. Yeah. Eat the rat dogs. Is that what they were called? That's what they look like. Yeah. 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 That's what it is, what they look like. I don't know if they gave them a name, though. I won't say it a, dipla- a Displacer Beast in game. Mm. Mm. I don't know how that worked out for me, if I'm being honest. So I really like the scenes with. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Seagull smack on the mic. With Willow with his family and Willow in his village, because mm-hmm. I think that really sets the tone. Like, all right, this is the character we're getting. He's kind of he's a great family man. My mm-hmm. favorite yeah. scene in the movie is when 
right when he, when he's plowing that field and his kid comes up to him and goes and uh, wants to play or wants to show him the baby, he goes, "I don't have time to play with you right now." But he has a smile on his face, like, "Yeah, I'd rather play with you than work right now." And it's just it was very heartwarming yeah. to me. Those like, adorable kids. Yes, <laughs> can't act for crap. They're adorable. <laughs> They're That's right. He's playing with a freaking hog. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, hobbits." Sorry. <laughs> There are no wins or something. Yeah, no right wins. Yeah. Pecs if you're a racist. Don't call me a pack. Yeah, that was a racist. Okay, I won't call you a pack. Pack, 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 pack. And I love the scenes in his town, too, where he's doing like the magic tricks and stuff. That's just like a good time to me. Yeah. I don't know. And he's kind of like... Is he like the black sheep of the village? He's kind of like the kind of like a loser? I don't know. Like, um, At least he's the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, he's not the village idiot, but he's definitely someone who's known who hasn't done he what he clearly did. lacks confidence because he's worried about getting blamed by the entire village for the mm-hmm. baby being there. He says that even before he goes yeah. to that festival. I mean, the other side of it, too, is he even mentioned it, that he's small even by his own... Yes. Mm. Like, by his own people. Like, you're, you're, you live in a group of Tiny people. T- small people, and you're small to boot, like, that's not gonna help very much. I, I agree, Sequel. The-, the stuff in the village is really cool. I mean, even, like, the little subtle hints that, like, he's like, I'm gonna be a sorcerer one day, and then he's like, I even know magic tricks, and then you go and you see him... I love he- the magic show. Yeah, and he's yeah, he's just really doing good. actual, They're regular tricks. magic tricks. Yeah. Like He's like, now you see me. And then they're like, now you see me too, and he's like, no. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> hey, Joe, that's why you pull out the, the checkbook for tonight. Um, yeah, like the the very cheesy, like, oh, I see what he's... I can tell. Really fun. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. I might never actually be a magician, but I can learn these party tricks and entertain people. And save a baby later. Apparently he actually did all that shit. Like, he took magic lessons and sword fighting lessons and all that stuff. He was 17 in this when he filmed this movie. That's mm. wild. How old was he in really? Jedi, then? Uh, five. Five? Six. Five. I don't know. I'm what? making shit up. He was 17 in this movie. He's, right. he's young. Well, you're the if Jedi, you watch the footage, Jedi came out like right. 12. He's young. So it was 12. 12? Yeah. Really? This I took a mm. couple years to get made. Mm-hmm. He's been in quite a few movies. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, he's been in... Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's played multiple parts. What, multiple what I love is that any small franchise. person actor is in this movie, except They're, one. Apparently, this has the most. <laughs> which one? The only other one is named. Oh, no, well, oh, two, two. Two. Oh, who's the other one? Peter Dinklage. He's a baby. Who? <laughs> oh, Matt. Ah, I'm killing it. Uh no. Apparently, oh, this movie uh, cast. Between 220 and 240 um, small people actors. It's like the most on record. That makes sense. For the for the village scenes alone, yeah. How many? There are a lot of extras. 220 to 240. Wow. Yeah. Which is a lot. Do you know what the original title for this was supposed to be? Uh, Willow and Unexpected Mun- Munchkins? Journey. Munchkins. Munchkins. Yeah, Munchkins, yep. That's right. Yeah. Ooh. I, thought, I didn't think it was Munchkins. I think it was a G in there, but yeah. I love that board. I, I think love that's that a great board game. Game is a great board game. It's a great game if you have three hours. True. You can end also that. <laughs> if you want to end some friendships, bust yeah. out the Munchkin. That's Monopoly. Yeah. Also, also that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> More dark and if, do, if Munchkin doesn't end it, follow it up with yeah. Monopoly. <laughs> that'll that'll drive the point home. <laughs> Are you trying to make me hate you? Yes. Get out. <laughs> Flip the board and leave. <laughs> Great, so that's let's start so it. Did you, know? did you guys like the brownies? Because that's like a point of contention. Like, 
The Voss people hate them. The Voss people love them. Let's get past the blue the blue screen effect, which is in the Blu-ray like updated to look somewhat better. Is it Blu-ray? Did you did you like or did you hate the brownies? I hate the voices. Why the French Canadian? Why not? They're, they're from fucking... Montreal. That's just... why, are, why are people? Why are hobbits and Lord of the Rings British? I don't know, but the British thing fits with everybody else, and then they make them French Canadian. Racist. Um, what representation? Yeah, we're, exactly. Come on. Um, I like the brownies. I like that they took a short person. They gave him a more shorter friends. Yes, I love that about it. Yeah, very different. I like the fail. He's having to deal with the, the tiny the, people. The, the fail elements in this movie are really cool because it's something that's kind of like not really touched on in other movies. It's just kind of hinted at. And this movie's like, hey, look, a great fairy. Hey, look, a bunch of pixies. Hey, look, brownies. And it's like, wow, that mm. is a bunch of fairies <laughs> that I did not think I'd see in the same movie. I'm fine with them for the most part. As long as I look at them as nothing that's super important. You they're know what not. I mean? They, they, it's they, they so clear they're, they're not. They, yeah. it's, it, it, they're, they're just they, catching up the entire yeah, movie. <laughs> it's just comic relief, top to bottom. And then, and that's kind of the problem, right? So they give them like two or three moments where suddenly they're important, and you're like, oh, that's, don't do that. Like, they're the ones that managed to get him, get them out of the cage on the, um, mm-hmm. on the snowfields. Yep. And then, they're the ones that get Eric's army to, uh, the first castle, Tre-Trey-Lee? Trez... Yeah, but isn't that the point Tres-Lidin? of Something them that. being there? If they just did nothing, wouldn't people go, why are these people here at all? You you didn't feel like it was executed well in this movie. Because that's, that's what C-3PO and R2-D2 are in Star Wars, correct? True. But But you just... You like it more in that than you did in Willow with the brownies. There's so much less annoying. You just in Star don't Wars. like short people. <laughs> Forget it. No, it, it's not even that. It's it's just a matter of R two is less annoying. <laughs> R two is less annoying because he's a foul mouth. And R two really drives plot though. Yeah. R, R, like without R two, without R two, the plot of the first movie is missing. It's just a guy sitting on a moisture farm. Yeah, Solo really wouldn't have been good without R two. Like that was the first one. Oh wait, uh, I would have much rather had the reveal than R two. I can't wait to hear this back story. To see, this is why I'm here. The internet's gonna be so mad. Oh, man. Surprise! Kevin Pollock was one of the brownies. I caught yeah. off guard. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff and this. Nothing like this, though. Like, yeah. Well, in 1988, was he in a lot of stuff, or was he just looking for work? So you got to frame it. I mean, this he's, wasn't his first movie. It's he's been. What year was uh, A Few Good Men? Was that 90, that was 90, 91 or 92? So like three years later, he's in a very big movie. Yeah. Apparently, John Cusack went out for Mad Mardigan and didn't get the role, and it's one of his greatest regrets. Yeah, I would. I don't think much I would rather. I don't like, think I would see him in that role. Yeah, I, I much. I much prefer hmm. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Than oh, so do I because I don't think. I, I don't think I could see John Cusack with a sword. They're both fairly big names at the time, too, Comer and Cusack. But I know, but I'm just saying, like, I can't imagine Cusack throwing around a sword. Just like I couldn't imagine the vampire Lestat as Aragorn. Like, that was also a thing. Cusack's yeah. style I don't think would have worked for Mad Mardigan. At least not for me. Yeah, Mad Mardigan plays like this. Obviously, Rockstar is not something in this universe, but he had that kind of yeah. drunken, like, fallen rock star feel to Jack his character. Jack Sparrow type I can't feel. see Cusack playing that master. role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kilmer played Jim Morrison in The Doors, so, I mean, it... Oh, right. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. That's and true. why did he play Morrison in The Doors? he looks just like Because him. he's got Because he played in a cover band. 
He was he was Jim Morrison in a cover band, and he does look just like him. Oh, he does. Yeah, he, he does. does. But I mean, that's and that's that's the role he plays in this. I thought he was. I, I think his performance is pretty much exactly what I want out of it. Yeah. One moment, I can think of one moment in the movie where I was like, eh, I didn't love the way you you hit that. But beyond that, oh, there was a few moments like that. I I can <laughs> I only really see one, the one where he's like in the field, and they're like, we gotta go that way, and he's like. Oh man! Like it, it almost got to the point where I was like, I don't believe that you were upset that you had to take them to the lake. Like, I think he's acting upset. Oh my god, he's acting so well. Yeah, <laughs> he's seventeen. He can act pretty well. We want to tell about Warwick. Val Kilmer, <laughs> the other lead. But Warwick Davis does a heck of a job in this movie. He does. That was not his hair. First lead role, I believe only for a movie lead role. No. No? He's a leprechaun, man. Yeah, Yeah. he is leprechaun. Is it leprechaun or leprechaun man? It's leprechaun. Leprechaun, comma. Is he the lead role in that, would you say? (laughs) Yeah. Right? Then then are you saying that David England is the lead in Nightmare on Elm Street? I would say Robert England is the lead. Robert England. Wow, he just shit on your face. (laughs) Fuck yourself. It is his first (laughs) role without... A mask covering his face, so that's true. I would, but I would say Freddy is the main okay. in uh, all the as long as, long, as long, that that just has to be. It's just what, whether Hollywood agrees with that, because apparently, according to Hollywood, Val Kilmer is the title character. Well, he's top billed. He's top billed, top billed but he doesn't come in for a half an hour, <laughs> right? No, exactly, and that's like one of the the big like well, uh, even more complaints about this movie. Even more importantly, he's not. It's the the movie's called Willow. Yeah. So, just based off the name alone, I think that this is Warwick Davis's story. This is Warwick Absolutely. Davis's I agree, yeah. Of course it is. And that, but that, Marlon Brando's top billing in yeah. one of the, Super, saw, in yeah. the Superman movies. So, top billing means nothing as far as leads are concerned. Right. And it's like, Val Kilmer's coming off, like, Top Secret and Top Gun. Like, you want you want him off on the poster to no, sell this thing. he's Iceman. He is. Yes, but he's in Top Gun. I'm just saying he's Iceman. Yes. He's Iceman in Top Gun. making sure that you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm well aware. I mean, I think we can all agree Val Kilmer's best role is as Batman. Agreed. <laughs> he's my second favorite Batman. That's ridiculous. That's a Twitter really? question, isn't it? Yeah, right after I... What? Right after There's a Twitter question you guys got. So, Mish farmed for question for us. Oh! And got one from Jen Pixel... Pixel. Fuck Pixelscape. Pixelscape. Oh, yeah, I know this Pixelscapes. Yeah, she's lovely. Who wrote? So is Mad Mardigan perhaps the best Valcoma role ever, or definitely the best Valcoma role ever? No, probably. Probably. Tell us how you really feel, Jen. Probably, <laughs> Jen. I I thoroughly respect your opinion. I think he does do a great job acting in this, but this is nowhere near his, his best Batman. role. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you can say anything other than Top Gun, right? Like that's got to be his best role. I love Top Gun. I like him in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Ooh, that's another good choice. I, I like, like Kiss him. Kiss Bang. I like him in um, McGruber too. I think he's he is really good. Oh, he's really good at McGruber. I, I totally forgot that. about McGruber. Yeah, he's great in that. I love McGruber. In, in all honesty, I feel The Doors is probably his best yeah. role. Top Gun, I think, is his best movie. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I have he not seen The Doors. God, sequel so, so many Jen, categories. I'm with you 100. <laughs> percent See you at a catacomb. <laughs> <laughs> We're still friends. <laughs> Honestly, this is honestly this is one of his best movies. I mean, oh, I'd say that top five, but I'm just saying. I haven't seen enough Val Kilmer to properly rank this top five or not. He kind of disappeared like Mm -hmm. uh, after the. There was a big gap where he did nothing. Yeah, 
Well, he was just living with I Batman. Su- I assume, like, something happened to him. I think he had a... Stroke? No, I think he had cancer? Something happened, was didn't he? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, during the filming of, I think, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I, th- I believe so. That's what it was Yeah, because I remember people talking about, oh, look, you know, he was losing weight or whatever. Oh, he he went the other way hard on that one. Yeah, he's gonna be in a. Maverick. I was I, I was like uh, a teenager when that came out, guys. The bar scene I think is um fell a little short for me. I usually really love bar scenes in any type of sci-fi or fantasy. This one, I can't. It was a little over the line for me. Where yeah. Kilmer gender bends. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's kind of the highlight of that scene, and that's not. By any means, my favorite part of this uh, yeah. movie. So you wanna breathe, <laughs> <laughs> right? No, 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 thank you. I mean, that guy like just gropes her too and doesn't notice that that's clearly a pillow. <laughs> he was like that? a sandbag. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's just like two sandbags. <laughs> Will's walking around asking ladies for their breast milk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And getting knocked around pretty good, as he should. He just don't do that. No, <laughs> not even then. <laughs> Thank you. I, well, I like the way they handled it when the baby was still in the care of the, the lady. Where she was, like, feeding her from a napkin. I was like, yeah, that's what happens before before you got a wet nurse. That sucks. Wet a piece of bread and <laughs> funneled into, your, into a child's mouth. Well, that's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that bar scene was a little too... It, yeah. it, it, it was too much. Not as much best. as I like the homage to you know um, to Thor in the uh, in him uh, cross dressing. Uh, well, I mean, it, it seems like they were filming this movie and being like, "Ah, oh, shit!" The last forty five minutes of this movie have just been them walking across fields and hopping on horses and riding a bunch. Maybe we should break it up by like having a lo- another location. Yeah. Well, what are we gonna do? Have you ever been to Disney World? No. I'm listening. Well, there's a ride called Pirates of the Caribbean. Why don't we take that town that they make in that in that ride and put it into a bar? Go on. Sold. Film it. Again, it's all like that's all it was to me. It was just Pirates of the Caribbean, the ride in Fantasy Bar Tavern. Tor- Tortuga. Is that what that is? Pretty sure. That's that's definitely a place. That's what they. Well, that's, that's, that's what they call in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, they that's movie. from the ride. Do they, do they call it Tortuga? Is it called Tortuga in the ride? Oh, I could be way off. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Either way, it just, ride once. it's just that, where there's like a lot of people just like laughing and making a lot of ruckus noise. No yeah. real point to anything that's happening. Like when the bride gets dunked in the beer. Yep. And he's like, beer! And I'm like, ah, oh, this is funny. You're a drunk little fairy. <laughs> I will say, kind of going off of that, I really love in this movie, Warwick Davis and Val, Kimmer, Cal, Val Kilmer's chemistry together. Yeah, yeah like, they did a great they job. They do, uh, like, I like the brownies, but I can see the argument that there's enough comedy with those two, and them just kind of working off each other, that they're not necessary. I like them, but they do really No, well. I like them too, because they do the whole, like, tiny thing, you know, when they're shooting with the arrows, and they're pulling them out because the little toothpicks, it's like, yeah, if someone shot you with a little tiny arrow, that's what it would be like. It would be a little toothpick. Thank you, Puncture. The, yeah. fir- the first time the brownies come on screen after um, one of them was riding a hawk with a baby. That's amazing. Which, honestly, that was pretty awesome. Which actually happens. You can go look it up on YouTube. It's terrifying. That's... No, I'd rather not. So the first time we we get, like, all of the brownies, not just those main two that we see the whole movie. And they essentially... um, Gulliver's Travel. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which which is even funnier because he's tiny and they're tiny. Yeah. 
That's the best part about it. Well, yeah, when when, when we're, uh, Willow stands up and, like, roars over top of him, I just... They film it even from that angle that yep. makes him look gigantic, and it's just fun. Yeah. It's like, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's like Peter Dinklage being the giant. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> in Ragnarok, you're just like... Flip the screw. Oh, I'm sorry, Infinity War. Yep. Yep. Yes. And you're just like, huh, tiny man... <laughs> Well, that was the, <laughs> when we found out Peter Dinklage was going to be in Infinity War. Everybody was like, "I wonder who he's going to be." <laughs> Playing a dwarf. Oh, great! That granted, your dwarf is going to be fifteen feet tall. <laughs> I'm back in. <laughs> so Willow, <laughs> I thought it was interesting how they set up the brownies to be a villain at first because mm-hmm. yeah. they stole the baby from Matt right. Mardigan, and then all of a sudden, no, they're trying to help. Yeah. So everyone's on the same side, but they don't realize it for a little while. I mean, it didn't take me very long watching this, even as a kid, to be like, maybe don't leave the the baby with Mad Mardigan. I listen, <laughs> Willow. You can do what you want. You want to go home? I get it, but you haven't been out that long where you can't go another couple of another day or so. I'm sorry. Like when the when the group pulls up to the first guy, first whatever they call the tall people that they Dakinis. meet. What is it? Dakinis. The first Dakini they meet, and he's in a prison cell. Bur- that's probably Bur- yeah. Give it to him. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't think I don't think that's what they meant. That's a Dakini think... bed. That's where I sleep. <laughs> in a crow's nest. In a crow's cage. Excuse me. Judging by his culture. Velcom's teeth also got progressively better as this right? went on. Yeah. Oh my god! When they started out, they were terrible, and then by the by the next scene, he's like cleaning them, and I'm like, wow, you. Did some work. They were really dirty. Yeah. I was just like, I don't think your teeth come rebound that quick, bud. You've been eating some hay. I guess. I don't it's know. a deleted scene. <laughs> <laughs> I like that scene. Like, the post credit scene. <laughs> I like that scene a lot, too, where he's like begging for water and Will's about to give it to him and gets oh, distracted yeah. and pours oh, it on yeah. his hands and he's just sucking on his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really cool introduction to a character. Yes. See, yeah, initially... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you. I was going to say, initially, what I thought was going to happen was he had like some kind of evil magic spell on him and the water would have cured him and made him like look awesome and be powerful again and whether or not he was going to be evil or not I didn't think Valcomer was going to be evil in this but I thought that would have been a cool thing to do but they didn't do that yeah that is a cool scene speaking of his power though where he's they're up in the mountains and you finally see him like truly sword fighting yes and it shoots to Warwick and Willow just goes you are great and then he like falls on his butt (laughs) wonderful that's the thing. Like it, that was a pretty, pretty substantial build-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. long time between when he was like, "I'm the greatest swordsman who ever lived," and him getting a sword. Yep. Like it took a while. Mm-hmm. Um, IMDb said that uh, a majority of the lines for Val uh, Kilmer in this movie were ad-libs. Really Which makes I sense. Think is pretty cool. Also, uh, the crow's cage fell on his foot. Uh, during one of the filmings of that scene, so he limps on one of the island scenes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's, that's why it, it. He was he would get out in between takes because obviously, why the hell do you want to sit in a crow's cage in between takes? Movie and things. it fell on his foot, and so he had a little limp. I think for this movie, I'm all in at the beginning. Up till we get to the Val Kilmer, we free him from the cage. Then I think it's downhill until he gets his sword. Then it picks back up again. That entire middle part, I, th- I can fast forward through. The whole movie's an end for you. I love yeah. the movie, but I agree. That's that's the worst part of the movie. But think about what we... And, and really, what do we 
What do we get in that period of time? We get them walking around. We get them going to that bar that I hate. Yeah, a lot of brownies. Yeah, a bunch of brownies. You get the best scene in the movie. Which is? The wagon chase. The wagon chase. Mm -hmm. wagon chase is fun. And he's got no sword in that. The wagon wagon chase is two swords, if you ask me. Sure. No. (laughs) He does use other weapons in that scene, though. Yeah, like a pitchfork. And an apple. Apple. He somehow gets one of the guys' mace. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's hilariously fun. Like, just... <laughs> I watched that... the mace around. I watched that... I watched the, uh, that kind of section of the chariot scene twice, trying to figure out when he gets the mace. They don't show it. No, he gets figure hit, that out either. He gets hit in the face with the mace at one point, Ooh. with no effect on his face. Hmm. I was like, um... They cleaned his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's the brush. Oh, got it. It's really our character design. Yeah, and then shortly thereafter, he gets the uh, gets the mace, and I was like, "That's this is not how things work." And Willow stopping the chariot was the best best thing he could have done in that scenario, because it, it, they needed to come around, and that's when you get like the head on. Yep. And that's when Val Kilmer has the upper hand. First time in that in the whole chase scene, Val Kilmer has the upper hand. And so that's your favorite. That is my favorite scene. Okay. Are we there? Do we want to do that? Yeah. I, got, I got one more. You guys. I got one more thing. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Uh, sequel for Willow has been rumored forever. Wow. I'm in. Or, or a TV show. Those are the two rumors. They're rumors. Warwick Davis has said, just like Corey, I'm in. Make it. I'm good. Uh, I would say, yeah, that's never going to happen, except I feel like movies prove me wrong with that all the time. So, yeah. What do you think? I would, I would love to see a second Willow movie. As long as they age it, old man. Mm-hmm. Just what, however old Willow is right now. That's how old. That's how old he is. How as old as Val Kilmer is. That so it's they're essentially the exact same separation. Yeah. And just to see, I'd love to see Willow being like the big top top dog yeah. sorcerer in his town. Get pulled to go do something and realize, oh crap, I'm still way out of my depths here. I would love that. Open it up with a scene where he's going around to young, the young, uh, yes. Dikini, not Daikinis, what are they? Nerwins. Uh, it starts from the end. Not checks. Nerwins? Nerwins, I think that's right. And he's going, which finger? Which finger? Which finger? Like, no yeah. great opening scene. Yeah. And then just, he gets, he gets a raven, perhaps? Mm. From, um, Sorsha? Is that what her name is? Sorsha. Yeah. Sorsha yeah. sends, like, a letter or something's like, hey, we need... Sends a text message. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need your help. Oh, God. Get Mad Mortigan and meet me at the castle or whatever. What and do you then, mean, get Mad Mortigan? They'd be together. They would be. No, because no. they're in love. No, they're going to they're gonna haunt him. Haunt Leia. Get Leia. the hell out of here. There's magic. no way Mad Mortigan can be held down like that. Get out of here. Magic. I got magic dust. Are you still in if Val Kilmer decides I don't want no part of this? As long as they don't try to recast Mad Mortigan and they just make a new character, yeah, I'm still in. If he's dead. Movie, sequel, or TV show? Yes. Uh, it has to be a movie to me. Yeah. Because if it's a, because if it's a TV show, it can't, it can't be the same characters. Yeah. You might as well just tell me the story again. Is there enough there for a TV show? I mean, you could add I more. Mean, it's a fantasy show. make a TV show in three books. Give it to HBO. Let's do is it. it. But is it three books in George Lucas's bookshelf, or are they three books that are, like, out? There are three books that are out. Okay. 
This is my third Willow book. <laughs> As he puts it on the shelf. And like, George, did you publish it? I never publish any of my best work. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Oh, okay. I'm talking to the camera. Okay. Good night, George. Good night. I only make Click. movies for myself now. <laughs> I wanted to see Darth Maul. Because that's their hmm. <laughs> editing nonsense. <laughs> So George Lucas would own the rights to this still, right? That's probably like yeah, well, Lucas imagine. Lucas Films. Yeah, but now Disney owns the rights to it. But does Disney own Lucas does Films it? or yes. they, they just oh, own no. Star Wars? They, well, they own Lucas Films. So they own the rights for to this. Willow million? seems like a Disney movie for yeah. sure. Yeah. In the making. Willow too. Especially because it's industrial light and magic. I mean that's the part of the Alright, so we get Warwick yeah. Davis, we get Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Perfect. Mad I'm Martin in. Jr. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, lo- I'm loving this. The rest writes itself. <laughs> you had me at Dwayne. <laughs> I was, I was Any really... Dwayne. <laughs> Wait, Dwayne <laughs> as a brownie, right? That's what we're going yeah. for? Perfect. <laughs> I, you know what? <laughs> We've all seen Farm Girl. You know what? <laughs> Let him break the mold. Yes. Uh, he's like the strongest he's, brownie he's there the is. He's the brownie there <laughs> ever He just was. flies through people like fucking bullets. <laughs> he's choking. Oh! Like, he's he's a wasp. <laughs> oh, God. He's, he's Ant-Man. He's Ant-Man. No, he's the wasp. He's Ant-Man. Okay. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. The Rock don't he wear wings. totally sign up for that movie. Flying on a hawk. <laughs> oh, God. I want it. Oh. I'm terrorized. I wanted to name his Steed. <sighs> Disney, I call, the, this. I call this Steed the Rock. That's what your name is. Not anymore. <laughs> I bequeathed it. So, that's interesting. I would... Okay. I'd be down for either. TV or... Well done TV or movie. I mean, I guess the, the upside of TV is that you can... You can recast. Or you would... I, I feel like you would have to. I don't think you have a TV budget that'll actually afford Warwick Davis. It sounds silly, but Warwick like Davis... Yeah, I it, feel like you could definitely get them, especially if you're talking especially HBO if you're catching or no something. Else. I mean, well, HBO like, has, has the budget. Real good, like, yeah. HBO has that kind of budget, though. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but if it's Disney owned, ain't going to be HBO. Nope. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't know that Warwick is really making super bank. I don't think he's making so. super bank, but I think he's making enough where it, whenever whenever there's a role for a, a, a little person, like that, it's him. Almost Peter. always. Or I Peter mean, now. At this point. Now, yeah. At this point, it's... It, Where's Burgle cut at? Bring him back. <laughs> That's not really true, because Peter plays everything. Now? Yeah. 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 But in all the big franchises up to when Game of Thrones happened, it's like... Well, Star, Star Wars, Harry Potter, those are the big two. Star really. Trek. Except that damn Austin Powers. Yeah. yeah. Austin Powers. But that guy has passed away recently, so... Can't use Did them. he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, passed away. Yeah. You Just must not have. remember. Did you black it out because you're so sad? Same thing, right? Probably. <laughs> All right, like, uh, favorite, least favorite, or is that where we're Just at? real cool. Would Ron yeah. Howard be integral to the story here, or you think we got no. a new director? No, you can get anything. Probably, okay. It'd be nice to see it, though. Although, um, he does have that Star Wars tie now, so... Sure does. They might get him again. I mean, it's not like Ron Howard produces bad movies. It's like he does. Yeah, he's mo- a fine director. Yeah, he's a perfectly fine. This one, this one's a little bit of a mess for him, but I don't think he really. I don't think at this point he really had a good handle on how to make a, a fun fantasy story. I still think that that's something that people haven't really hit. I think at this point well. in his career, it's pretty darn good. He can definitely handle it now yeah. better than he could in 1988. But you know, every maybe in 1988. But every, every... Little Richie. He was only 50 years old. <laughs> oh, my God. 
That might be accurate, actually. I know. Have you seen Ron Howard? He might be. He was not born in 38. (laughs) He was born in 54. Anybody else uh, decide to go play the Willow 1988 arcade game? Uh, I didn't know that was I didn't know that existed, but I would. (laughs) I am now. I did, because, yeah, I guess I'm the most dedicated person in this room right now, so... Yeah, this will be our last Super hard. <laughs> this will be Matt's fun. last podcast, that's for sure. He's a real Fact. sorcerer in the arcade game. You said arcade game, Ken so I believed you at super hard. Yep, <laughs> super hard. Yeah, because they want your quarters. Oh, yeah. Is it like an 8-bit thing, or is it like mm-hmm. uh, okay. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I've never what do you do? You play or Mad Morgan, uh, and you fight very extreme examples of creatures from the movie. Got it. Okay. Like, the first boss is a giant... Rat dog. Okay. It's very hard. Rat dog. Interesting. It'd be so. cool if it was like a Dragon's Lair type. Yeah, mm. I was gonna, uh, that's, what, that's what I wanted it to be a Dragon's Lair. Lair. Man. Oh, I was trying to think I would not want that. <laughs> There's enough for one. I, the artwork, though, would be yeah. pretty interesting yeah. with uh, these guys. That's, that's what I wanted. Yeah. So I've got one thing that just popped into my head before we go to Pay Release Favorite. Sorry. Uh, was the dragon a mistake, or is that just what happens when you kill trolls? Hmm. I think he mistakenly <laughs> didn't he use the wand? He yeah. uses the wand. Well, because he uses the wand and he turns into a puddle of something first. Oh, dude, that up. was yeah. so creepy looking. And then was it? Would it have done what it did if he hadn't kicked it into the water? Those are the questions. I don't know. He has no idea what he's doing with that wand. He That's really, the only he, really he was sure. out of his depth. He, right. just, he shot himself across the screen that one time. Random, <laughs> random thought about the trolls. So those people are probably turned into stone for like a while, right? Yeah. And the trolls have probably had, no, had nothing to do with it. They probably just inhabited that castle because it was vacant. And there goes Willow just murking these trolls, man. They're just they're hanging family. out, yeah. having a good time. They're squatters. That's right. Squatters' rights. No, it's not. It's not that's, castle. That's a true underdog story right there. Now Willow. <laughs> Plight of the trolls. <laughs> Plight of the trolls. They're hated from the get-go in this movie, too. Yeah. Will has a vendetta. <laughs> I hate trolls. <laughs> let's flip this story around. Willow's the bad guy. That's right. Let's make it the troll story. They do look terrible, though. I oh, love the troll. <laughs> I didn't mind them. Well, that, well when you hear, hear troll, do you think of Chaka? Uh, I'm going back to the Yeah, yes. but what do, you, what do you think of when you think of troll? Because it is different in a lot of things, and if you go back yes. to like Norwegian like trolls, they are weird as all get up. But are they people in ape costumes? They are. Some of them might be. They <laughs> look like people. I mean, they look like giant people. I guess when I hear trolls, I think of this stupid little doll thing with the gem and spelly button. Is that what you wanted? <laughs> that would be one. Would that have you preferred? We're doing pretty well. That's terrifying. I'm gonna get you. If it was if it was that type of trolls, then yeah, well, it would definitely be the bad guy. I'm gonna take those little gems though, too, bastard. What about what about the troll in the dungeon from Sorcerer's Stone? Oh my god, troll. I would pay that's money for it to be the troll. That's more. That's, I think that's more what I uh, what people would expect. I like it when fantasy movies go, there's not a nailed down definition of these creatures, so we're going to kind of do our own thing. And that's the thing, this movie pulled so much from so many different places, get creative, get, you know, get make wild. it different. Get wild with it, na 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 Not saying they look good, but <laughs> get different. I thought the trolls would have been more menacing. Being they're brought up early on, Willow hates them. Were they brought up early on? Yeah. But I don't know if he brings them up like as in a medicine. One of them attacks the village. Like, he, right? he, no, that's a dog. That was a dog, but they bring oh, up... rat dogs. Oh, yeah. 
the the um it's furry. Oops. Maybe it is just a squatter thing, just like ah, those damn trolls. <laughs> got a bad day. No, I have this nice castle. And I left my house for a vacation for a week. <laughs> I bought this time. As soon as I got back, <laughs> trolls everywhere. Now, early on in the village, trolls are mentioned, and Willow like shudders, like I hate trolls. Well, <laughs> I miss that. That's fair though. I mean, they are scary, especially if they're four times your size. All right, I would need a favorite, least favorite. Yeah, Montecor. cool. Uh, I Joe, did favorite. It's the wagon chase. Uh, that that castle scene, I love that castle scene. I know that the trolls, a lot of people hate the trolls, but I just love the ingenuity of it, of Mad Mortigan knowing, like knowing all the ins and outs of that castle. It's it's two guys versus an army versus a, tr- a bunch of trolls, and they hold them their own. Like that was a great save. <laughs> And just, so just like the look, the look on Mad Morgan's face when he walks into the armory and just sees that he could like deck himself out, like he's been scraping, to, scraping by just to like survive all the way up to this point, and now he's got armor and sword. Oh God, he, he just seems so happy. I think he is. Yeah. And then just like tactically, how awesome it is that like they're funneling them in, and then with the dragon, they maybe tr- think about trying to escape, and then the other army comes in from behind them. Like it seems like they like the good guys, quote unquote, haven't had a win in a while, and these two very unexpected people, Willow and Mad Mortigan, somehow hand deliver them a huge victory. That's pretty cool. Going back to my roots, which I have to do, I feel like that's the best scene that to me screams Dungeons and Dragons because it's just like, okay, you've got bad guys coming in. Oh, you roll the crit one. Guess what? Trolls are in here. Oh, you rolled another crit one. That troll turned into a big beast. But then you got crit nat twenties all in there. You defeated yeah. them. You win. It turned out great in the end. Yeah, it just uh, I, you know, fun scene. Yeah, the rain or the the rogue is like, can I roll? Can I can I roll to see if I can sneak attack by using <laughs> these little alleyways and pop out of a bunch of like pots and pans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. I got an eighteen. Well, good enough. You took out two of them. Back in the hole you go. That's my favorite scene. Go ahead. Matt, what's your favorite scene? Uh, my favorite scene is the scene with him in the crow's cage. Very I think good. the exchange between him and Willow, or him and the soldier, is hysterical and just, like, perfect. That they're just having this talk in the middle of a, you know, a torture. A torture scene. Uh, a jail. Not to mention the guy on the horse looks awesome. I find it really, really interesting that they give Val Kilmer, like, this super high fantasy name, like Mad Mortigan. And it's one word, by the way. On the IMDb, yes. Mad Mortigan is one word. It's not Martigan. Mad. Martigan. 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 You're saying Mortigan. Whatever. <laughs> it's not a title that he got. It's his name. Yeah. His full name. Oh, the other, guy, the other guy's name is Eric. He looks like an Eric. He looks like a goddamn Viking. All of the crazy names they give to people, and this guy's name is fucking Eric. He ran out of ideas. The guy who lived next door to me when I was growing up, his name was Eric. <laughs> You don't belong in the Willowverse. To be fair, it's spelled A-I-R-K. Ah, that makes better. It makes it a little better, actually. A-I-R-K? A-I-R-K. Jesus Christ, okay. His last name is awesome. Eric. Thawbear. That is sweet. Oh, that is cool. I'm naming my next D&D character, Thawbear. Sounds about right. Thawbear. Good luck with the spelling. Back to the barbarian. (laughs) So I said my favorite scene earlier was the beginning with Willow with his family, and a close second would be at the end when Willow... Rise, rolls into town as a hero. All he wants to do is see his wife. 
he's being praised by everybody, and he sees his wife. He's super excited. He has Akaya, gets off his horse, runs to her. That was such a sweet moment. Yes. I have to echo the same thing. That is my favorite scene, followed closely by the fight scene uh, on the mountain, where you get Val Kilmer getting the sword, and Willow's just genuine surprise and joy in that moment of, this guy's not just a, a liar and a thief. He's not all talk. <laughs> Least favorite. That's the ultimate sorcerer slash wizard fight at the end. That's terrible. That's so boring. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. That's probably the worst. That's probably the worst. It should be one of the better fights. Yeah, you think so? They're supposed to be really high level sorcerers. Yeah, it's, they're it's, not. No, well, I mean, they are, but it's not good. Uh, you know what? You know what it is. It's like nothing about that fight was all that interesting. I'm going to surround you with fire. I'm going to surround you with ice. Okay, we're done with that. Good. I'm going to put you in the air and just spin you around in circles for a bit. There's no good, no good action in that scene, really. When you make magic boring, you've done something very, very wrong. Mm. I'll agree with that. Um, it definitely is the scene that doesn't hold up the most out of everything, in my opinion. And I also feel like I didn't mention this through the rest of the podcast, but what is the good witch's name? Um, Finn. Uh, Finn Razel. She uh, is yeah. more than... Like, I, I like the brownies. I feel that she is my least favorite part of this movie. And I kind of get a little bit... I understand Willow is an underdog, but I kind of wish he did more in that final scene than get chased around by a... What was that thing? It was a, like, fire altar. Cauldron Cauldron thing. Cauldron yeah, thing whatever that, it is. That was brought to life. I kind of wish he got to do more oh, in, yeah, the, in the climax of the movie. Which is weird, because the scene that surrounds that, again, it's pretty cool. There's a medieval battle scene, like, armies clashing, swords going. That's pretty cool. Eric dying is relatively emotional. Val Kilmer has some weird hand sword that clicks onto his suit, which, for no reason. And maybe maybe it would have been better had there been, like planned, a sequel and it been a series, because then you would have seen Willow get better as a sorcerer. But instead, we end this series with one movie that he doesn't really do much at the end. Yeah, the the extent of his sorcering ways is turning an apple into a bird. <laughs> it goes back to the magic trick. <laughs> Where he couldn't make the damn pig disappear. It's poetry in motion. <laughs> Least favorite, Matt? Uh, I would say the bar scene, because I feel like all those people are just so hateful for no fucking reason, mm-hmm. and it's just a whole bunch of nonsense. It's like the Star Wars well, cantina well, scene. Well, I was asking them for breast milk. My friend, how would you like feel? You. But you know what? Like it's, you. it's just like, like it's just like they're all like, but the whole you know, say it's two guys in the Star Wars cantina. Yes, that are overtly something. Yeah, yeah, that are overtly mm-hmm. angry. I feel like the whole canteen, the whole bar is against everyone. Mm-hmm. We don't know if the second guy really said anything. I mean, if you watch the robot chicken, he does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't say that at all. <laughs> Did you get attacked by a jetty? <laughs> For Miley's favorite, I was with you with bar scene or anything brownies, but bringing up like the sorcerer fight—that's very underwhelming. I just—I'm a Harry Potter weren't they, nerd. Weren't they wrist wrestling at one point with the sorcerer fight? They may have been. I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that, but it's possible. As a Harry, I think Potter, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were definitely fighting over the one at one point, and that's yeah. why the cauldron came to life. Gotcha. As a Harry Potter nerd, you just can't help but think about like the fifth movie with um, 
Dumbledore versus Voldemort mm-hmm. for the first time and how awesome and epic they make that look. I understand it's many years later and they can do more special effects, but I feel like they could have done more here too. So yeah, I would I would say that's my least favorite. Yeah, because that's tough though. Because like if they had done more, it might have been just so much more laughable now. True, true. But like again, it's it's an interesting parallel because like so like Willow's the titular character in Willow, Harry Potter's the titular character in Chamber in um, Order of the Phoenix. However, the climax of that movie is Dumbledore versus Voldemort, and Harry's off to the side watching that happen as. Well, it's off to the side, watching the two sorcerers go at it. Well, I mean, he's got a good point. I mean, it, it is it is definitely, for a climax of a movie, it's pretty lackluster. No, I, I always compared it, always, I compared it to um, Wizard of Oz, where it's just like, good witch, bad witch, lame kind of fight scene, because time. Yeah. <laughs> With the exception yeah. that in Wizard of Oz, it's like, oh, you're a shyster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in this movie, it's like, Bat Mora is so powerful, yeah. and built up, built up, built up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, you have to take the time into account, and then you kind of go, okay, this is kind of what, what, what we're looking at. I also feel like we don't get enough of her. Like, we don't know her motivations, we don't know how she came She's to evil. power. Yeah, I get it. But, like, we don't know why she came to power, how she came to power. Oh, no, it's all super generic. It's, yeah, it's very... Do what Peter Jackson did in The Lord of the Rings, have like a five minute sequence in the beginning with narration. Yeah. Rather than two slides, right? Like saying, yeah. here's all the backstory. Even if you just showed like a couple of minutes of like the plight of the people under the evil sorceress, mm-hmm. at least something. Because it's just like, she happens to be there and she's evil, we gotta stop her, there's a kid. Besides, until the kid comes into yeah. the little people's village, those dogs don't bother them. They look. Happy as yeah. all can be. Yeah. Why bother stopping her? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? That's exactly. what they say. So, Mitch's least favorite? Or did you do yours already? I echoed what you guys said. Okay. I he, yeah, I think he went second. Cool. So then that's, that, uh... That concludes. Corey, you went? I did. Okay. I did. Then, yeah. I think that's going to wrap up our thoughts on the movie Willow. What we do now is give each movie that we talk about a rating from 1 to 6 Infinity Stones. One is the low end of the scale, six is the high end. If you give it six stones, you can also give it an infinity gauntlet for the highest score possible. Mitch wants us all to give this movie a gauntlet. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to rating the movie Willow. Who wants to go first? Sequel can go first. I think three stones is fair for this. I thought it would be lower going into it, in all honesty, being I haven't seen it in so long, and um, it's not really my style of movie. I'm not really into this whole realm. This is just not my bag. There's but, not a um, wizarding school that doesn't get his dick hard. But there kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know. He, he's into the uniforms. And the houses. That's nice. Huffle pride. Anyway. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> nice. Uh, but Three Stones seems fair. If it was on, and I've never seen this on. No. And it, it was incredibly hard to find, I'd watch it again. So, it, it has rewatchability. It's, it's, um... If they made a sequel to it years later, I'd, I'd be into it. So, um, three stones seems fair. Which way am I going? I'll go. I'll give this movie four stones. I really, really love this movie. And, like, part of me, because of that nostalgia, love of the movie, wants to go higher. But I know that going higher than that is just strictly personal love for it. That being said, going lower than four stones would physically hurt me, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I enjoy it. 
It's a fun time. For me, I think sequel kind of hit the nail on the head. I'm also going to go with three. That was kind of my thought process watching the entire movie. I'm like, okay, this seems like a three movie. I didn't really fluctuate much from that baseline. It's not a bad movie. I I would watch it if it, were, if it were finally on TV for some reason. I would watch a sequel. I think it would have to be a movie for me to like it. I don't know if I'd watch it if it was a series. Warwick Davis does a really good job in this. Val Kilmer's fine in it. Everyone else is forgettable. That was Willow. It's three stones. <laughs> Corey, what do you think? I'm going to echo Mitch. I think this is a four-star movie. Not for anything different than what anybody else says. Uh... It's a perfectly fine movie. I think the acting job's pretty good. It falls flat in a couple of different spots. But, you know, I, I am inevitably going to see this movie again. There is a 0% chance this is the last time I see Willow. You still so, have the link saved? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and because... You, you know what it is? It's a great intro to fantasy. It's not a great movie, but it's a pretty solid intro to fantasy. In, out, very generic. You don't have to think very much about who Sauron is or any of the other weird things that keep coming up in these fantasy movies. I will, I, yeah, like I said, so I'm inevitably going to watch this again, and my difference between three and four is almost always what I watch it again. And uh, because I would, it's got to get the fourth. I'm going to play Tail Gunner here and say that I would give this movie four and a half stones. I really enjoyed this movie. There are some things that don't work, but that's not because they didn't age well so much as it just wasn't, like, why the hell would you make a dragon that looked like two penises? <laughs> That also looked like the Rancor. I don't know, but they did. They could have done anything else. You had Industrial Light and Magic. Why'd you do that? I think Warwick Davis is incredible in this movie, and uh, I'm excited to see it again one day. Those are our scores for Willow. If you want to let us know your thoughts on Willow, we'll get to that in a minute, because I want Mitch to plug things first. Wow. You go to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com, and that will give you a whole list of all the shows... That are part of our network. We have recently added uh, two shows that I do no work on, uh, but they are phenomenal uh, because of that. <laughs> uh, Detentions and Dragons, which is a show about running Dungeons and Dragons in a school setting. Fantastic podcast. And Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters, an actual play where a father plays with his two daughters, Dungeons and Dragons, and it is Wonderful, cute, and hilarious. That's so, nice. Gotta check that out. I'm super stoked to start listening to Detentions and Dragons. Because and, I'm planning on doing that. And keep year. listening for more Block Party Podcast Network content. And Geek Wars, which some of you guys have been on. Word. What you the better heck is win. Win. <laughs> What the heck is Geek Wars? I'll just, play, I'll just play the drop again. <laughs> Copy paste. I swear, if you rise up from the grave and you don't win... I don't know anything. All Mitch saying, edits everything. All the I'm points don't matter. He just puts it all together and posts. Everything's just split. He's like, okay, exactly. now you record your I send everybody speech. a script and yep. then smash it. Yep. After yep. the game is over, he takes out the flashy thing from Men in Black. Neuralizer, I know the name. <laughs> so a lot who pays me the most. Now, if you want to let us know what you thought about Willow, also check out Geek Wars, really. Three of us are on it. Send your email about Willow to zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom! <laughs> Imagine that. You can find us on Twitter at ZTH Podcast. You know what? I guess I got to do Instagram too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> take a picture of yourself in your best Mad Mor- Mortigan dressed up as a woman <laughs> and send it to us at ZTH Podcast. Very specific scene. Yes, you're welcome. That's face. Okay. <laughs>
We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash ZTH podcast, or search for us on Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and an ES. I didn't know if you wanted to plug anything. Okay. Do you want to, do you want to say something again? You want to talk about the poll? Did we get enough votes to have a poll? Because I know Adam said something about Tracy and that was it. We got 16 votes. Whoa! 17. 17? I think 17. I was just on it. Well, the mask won. Really? Is it closed? It's never closed. I'm just calling it. I'm probably going to post an announcement on the Twitter tomorrow. Be like, tomorrow? It's closed. Alright, so I got tomorrow to arrange a tie. <laughs> no, it's going to be the mask. The vote's right now. The rule is if it's a tie, we do Major League. Yeah. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> it's incredibly unlikely that we're <laughs> <laughs> hey Matt, where can they find our podcast? Uh, ZeroStalkingHeroes.com, iTunes, nope. uh, Stitcher, Twitter. <laughs> Two of those <laughs> things are right. I was just, I was hoping you were going to say iTunes. I do know iTunes. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Are we on uh, Google are we on Play? Stitcher? We're, we're not on, on the Google Play, but we're on Stitcher and iTunes. Are we on Stitcher? Sure. Yes. We haven't mentioned Stitcher in a long no, time. But we've got absolutely no is, zero listens on Stitcher. Because no one's on Stitcher. Zero. No, one, no one uses Stitcher, right? No. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible well, Please leave us a review, because we like those. See, iTunes, five-star review. I mean, five-star ratings. Send them up. Ratings. Use your use your wand, whatever the fancy wand Willow has. That wand is so squiggly. Shoot that review onto our page. Phoenix Core, what do you think? I think so. Did they have Phoenixes in thing. this universe? Troll hair. Troll no, hair. Troll hair. Troll hair. Brownie hair. Could be Dick Dragon Heartstring. <laughs> dick Dragon Heartstring. <laughs> dragon Cube String. Yeah, Dragon Cube String. Oh my god. Alright, we need to, we need to, we need to call the quits, guys. Yeah, we did some things with social media. Next time, catch us next time for Teen Titans Go to the movies. Ah! Thanks for tuning in, and on behalf of everyone else, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there, Will included, is someone's favorite movie. Good night.